And welcome back yet again, Dragons, to the Dumbbells and Dragons podcast. Today's episode is with Zach Falk, an MMA fighter, a gamer, all-around cool guy. Just want to let you guys know that this episode does have a little bit more profanity than usual, so if you are sensitive to that sort of thing or offended by it, please just go ahead and skip this one, but... Otherwise, it's a really great episode. We talk a little bit of games with Zach, a little bit of MMA, really good convo. Workout nerd out, y'all. In the basement, rolling dice. Rolling dice. I'm a wizard. When we play, we do it right. Candles flicker. Fighting dragons in my mind. In my mind. Just for kicks. DM says you're gonna die. Roll a D6. All right, welcome, Dragons, to the Dumbbells and Dragons podcast. We are here with Zach Falk. Zach, thank you very much for coming on. I've already told people a little bit about you, but uh, in your words, give us a little bit more. Tell us about yourself, uh, your fitness life, your work, and uh, what you do in the MMA. Hey, man, thanks for having me. I guess uh, for the most part, I'm just kind of your average Joe, you know. I uh, work, train, play video games. Basically, that's me in a nutshell, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really too exciting, I suppose. You know, I usually when I get after when I get off of work, you know, I got boxing practice right now. Uh, MMA is kind of dried up a little bit where I'm out here in Cheyenne, so uh, just trying to stay busy. And you know, I've been working out with some of my friends, and as far as uh, so not getting too rusty and stuff, you know, as boxing's just throwing hands. I don't know, just staying busy and saving up for college, all that stuff. Oh, for sure. That's awesome, dude. That's excellent. Uh, Now, we usually get started with a little bit of a lighter topic, just so our listeners can get to know you a little bit more about you and your personality. This is one of my favorite questions, but who is your favorite fictional hero or superhero and why? You know, this one, this this is actually kind of a a fun question. I like that you asked that, and I kind of had to dig for a little bit on it. Uh, I'm going to go with Nightcrawler. From uh, X Men, you know, just to make sure I didn't sound like an idiot when we got here talking about it, I, <laughs> like I, I knew you know he could teleport and he was like you know agility, dexterity, and all that stuff, you know. So I, I looked him up uh, just a little bit before, just like I said, you know, make sure I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and I actually learned some more stuff about him, which was kind of cool. But first, like just Nightcrawler in general, man, it'd be so cool to just like warp around everywhere. Like, was it on uh, X Two? Oh, yeah, when he's teleporting? Yeah, when he goes up and he's uh, getting in on the president and everything. That whole fight scene leading up to that, like, you can't look at that and just be like, oh, no, nah, I'm good. I'd rather fly or something. Like, that, fuck that. I want to zoom around and kick people in the face. <laughs> and I'm sure that wouldn't hurt uh, your mixed martial arts fighting as well. Exactly, too, you know, because... Uh, one of the things that pulled up, you know, it said his dexterity, it said, uh, quote, far surpasses like Olympic level gymnasts and stuff. And, you know, expert in hand to hand combat. And I just thought, you know, how cool would that be for MMA or like uh, jujitsu? You know, like you just <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you stand in front of him and poof, you behind him. Next thing you know, you got your rear naked choke all in on him and you can't do nothing to stop it. Like, I think it'd be it'd be hilarious. It'd be crazy. If there's two people fighting like that. That'd be that'd be awesome. <laughs> Oh, yeah, absolutely. Now, uh, where did you get your start 
towards being an MMA fighter? I, I remember a specific time when it was way back uh, with the Ultimate Fighter. Um, There's a particular fight that I watched that I saw mixed martial arts because I kind of watched the TV show. And I was like, hey, this is cool, you know, and because I was wrestling in uh, middle school and stuff at the time. And, you know, I thought it was it just it looked really cool. But I just I remember that one fight and it was uh, Rich Franklin versus uh, Ken Shamrock. And it was back when they both fought at light heavyweight. It was, I think, maybe the fight before, right before the main event before. Uh, Stephen Bonner and Forrest Griffin just beat the shit out of each other for three rounds. But, like, Ken had went for a head kick, and he ended up slipping, and he fell. And Rich Franklin, like, gets on top of him and throws, like, 21 unanswered punches. Like, I, I counted them. I believe it was 21. And I was just like, oh, my God, that was so cool. That was brutal. And then, like, ever since then, I was like, man, I got to get in on this stuff. That looks too fun just to, to pass up. <laughs> oh, excellent. That's awesome. Did you was there an MMA specific training gym in your area that you found, or is it just you started taking one martial art and trying to get into something like that? Well, I kind of I, I jumped around for a little bit because you know a lot of time I was I was still in the by the time I like started training I was still in high school. You know I had just done wrestling and man when I first started wrestling I was just a little bitch like I was crying at all the practice because I kept getting beat up and I was just like this fat kid and kind of through athletics I got more I guess in shape and fit and kind of sparked that uh, you know curiosity and yeah, everything sure. for fitness but uh, as far as gyms and stuff I remember there was uh, this place it was called the Toyota Center. They had uh, George Grugel was like the black belt that they trained under. He was a guy from like season two of The Ultimate Fighter or whatever. And like the gym, since you know, since I was in high school, I didn't, you know, I, I came kind of come from like a poor family, so I just had my bike. And the uh, school was so far away from the the uh, my house, it was like 15 plus miles one way. So I would like ride my bike all the way out there. And they had like jujitsu classes and then MMA classes were on Friday. So I, I started off with the jujitsu and I, I love that. Like I like immediately I was like, this is awesome because like in wrestling for me, it was all about, you know, I'm going to take you down, beat you up, make you cry in front of your mom and there ain't nothing she can do about it. <laughs> you know, I like that kind of aspect of control and everything. And then with jujitsu, you know, you start learning how to make people submit, you know, tap out, I quit. And I was like, Oh, this is great. Like, so I remember, that was just like I love that so much. The striking and stuff on the Fridays for their uh, MMA classes, you know, that was still kind of since I had come from wrestling, I was more the grappler, so striking I kind of sucked and derped a lot of that. But uh, but definitely that's where I got my start at way back in uh, back in Michigan before I moved out here to Cheyenne. Okay, I'm sure you were you were talking a little bit about you know getting beaten. Uh, wrestling and school and stuff like that where in your <laughs> life have you ever experienced failure and was there ever a time where you just wanted to give up like specifically in regards to your mma fighting is there something that just kept holding you back mm. well specifically mma a lot of it one of the things that i look back was the most frustrating for me 
I started. I had a I had a shitty start. You know, I was the Wyoming guy fighting in Colorado. You know, and you hear people say it all the time. You know, don't ever leave it in the judges' hands. My first two fights, you know, ended up going to decision, and I started out 0 and 2. And I was like, man, I this went so much better in my head. Uh, <laughs> you know, it was it was it was pretty frustrating. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. But you know, I just it. Uh, oh yeah, and but it was I don't know. At, at the same time, you know, like especially after my first fight, you know, I ended up losing a split decision. You know, so it was close. Uh, but I think you know I was in Colorado Springs for that one, fighting the Colorado Springs guy. I think uh, maybe just the tip on that one, <laughs> but like, you know, it was it was a loss, but it was still like a positive experience. You know, one just to you know get your first fight out of the way, and then you know, two like you know we had a it was a barn burner of a fight, and you know people were like coming up and like wanting to shake my hand, and kids wanted pictures and stuff with me, and you know it was it, it was negative but kind of positive, like you know it's like man just you know. I'm having all these kind of cool things happen. Like, like, fuck, there was, I was just taking a piss and washing the blood off my face. And this guy's like, Hey man, nice fight. And I was like, uh, thanks. Like, who are you? Like, this is, <laughs> it was kind of weird. Cause I'm kind of like more introvert and stuff. So just some guy talking to me while I was taking a piss, but like, Oh, that was cool. But yeah, a little bit of minor celebrity status right there. Yeah. For, for a little bit anyway, you know, I mean, it was, it was cool. I, it was, uh, it's definitely a change from what I was used to, but yeah, for sure. You know, what did that failure teach you, and how did you get from? I'm assuming you, I mean, you kept fighting after that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, was there something specific you did to get from getting over those that that loss, those losses, to get you to keep going, to get you to where you are now? Well, it's kind of you know. Like, like like I said earlier, you know, they say never leave it in the judge's hands, and that was a you know it was a hard lesson learning that. Uh, you know, so after like the first one, you know, I lost that. I lost the next one by decision. That one, that one's still kind of. It's been a while since that fight. And I'm still kind of bitter about that, but so I had like a, a refresher in that lesson. You know, finish the fights, and ever since then, all the fights I had uh, fought. Since that fight, you know, it all been finished. But as far as getting back to the question, to kind of get past that and get back on track, you know, I just sat down, you know, with my team. You know, it's like, look, this wasn't what I planned at all. And, you know, I, I just, what do I need to work on? You know, so I kind of had to open my mind and be like, you know, well, you really lack in the striking department. You're grappling, your top control is good, but you need to, you know, really start drilling your striking. So I just kind of, it was more, more or less just fuel for the fire, you know back to the drawing board and start you know, honing your craft. And, you know, now it went from, man, even just looking back at, you know, my early fights, uh, now I'll notice like, you like, I'll, I'll be throwing strikes from just way far out. Like there's no way they'd connect. But at, at the time I was just like, yeah, let's go out there and do this shit. And, <laughs> you know, I just wasn't focused. And now I've, I've learned a lot more to kind of calm, relax, stay composed and, you know, work your game plan. And it, it taught me to be a lot more patient and, you know, just kind of hone my craft and work out my weak areas, be more well-rounded. Excellent. I think that's actually a good lesson for people to learn. It's be patient, 
you know, keep going, work on your skills, you know, take a tough look, look what you're doing really, really well, look at what you're doing not so well, and go from yeah. there. Yeah, so, exactly. That's awesome. <laughs> now, do you have a favorite mantra or motto that you can share with all the dragons listening out there? Um, I said one of the, as a joke, you know, one of the things people always notice from my fights is, you know, people would just tee off on me and I would, <laughs> they'd, they'd say I had chin check head kicks, put up the block and just take it right on the chin, you know? And so like one of my old sayings and, uh, I would say, you know, no brain, no pain, <laughs> you know, just kind of as a joke, you know, Yeah. but I got, I got like a big old head, so it's an easy target, I suppose, but getting more like serious as far as this one, I, I, I couldn't tell you who it was from. I watched it in a video probably a few years back, but it was basically kind of paraphrasing. It was sacrifice the person you are today for the person you want to be tomorrow. You know, you look maybe in your situation where you're at right now, it's not how you imagined it. You're not where you want to be. You know, when it gets to the nitty gritty, what are you willing to do? You're willing to sacrifice, you know, your time, your effort, you know, uh, to be able to put the work in to get where you want to be. I don't know. That just with me, that just kind of, I, I don't know. I like that one for sure. No, that makes a lot of sense. You sacrifice who you are today for who you want to be tomorrow. I actually really like that. I think that's that it, it makes a lot of sense. It hits the right spots and it's like, we don't hit the gym every day to get stronger that day, you know, because mm -hmm. it's on your rest days where your muscles are rebuilding that you're getting stronger. So mm -hmm. I think that's the embodiment of that quote. You know, you got to sacrifice today. You got to get up and go to the gym today to get stronger tomorrow. Yeah, for sure. What gets you up and going in the morning? What really drives you to wake up and just tackle each and every day? You know, I, I thought about this question for a minute. <laughs> I am not a very... <laughs> motivating kind of person <laughs> like what gets me up the alarm clock i'm obligated to <laughs> yeah <laughs> hey hey a lot of us do that man a lot of us do that we're all there yeah i mean i suppose like i have you know goals and like right now one thing i'm in my personal life right now um considering uh getting out of law enforcement and moving into the medical field just because the job's stressful and you deal with jerks a lot of the time and, you know, kind of plotting, you know, making a big life change, moving down to Colorado and, you know, making sure it's school, like school, man, that's a, it's a whole situation right there, you know, because I never envisioned myself going to college or whatnot when I got out of high school, you know, yeah. so that's kind of, I guess the, what drives me to tackle the new day is just the future kind of going back to the, the quote from before, you know, where do I want to be, you know, sure. what do I got to do to get there? And it's getting to the nitty gritty work, filling out applications and, you know, making sure I'm getting to the gym and doing all this other stuff, you know? So it's been a, it's been a minute since I fought and I'm trying to get back in competition shape. And For sure, man. That's awesome. You know, <laughs> you, you got to sacrifice today to get there tomorrow. Yep. Sure. I want to kind of switch gears a little bit. We are going to right. get more to our nerdy side. Yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> we are 
I know you said some stuff that you like video games and some of our email conversations. You were talking a lot about video games, uh, which I love. I know I haven't been able to play as much as I wanted to for the longest time. But ah. what are you specifically nerding out about right now? Right now, is there a movie or a book or a game that's just really psyching you up? Borderlands. I'm a, I'm a huge Borderlands fan. I played the shit out of number two. Uh, I never I never was able to get up to the the overpower levels though. That uh, I kind of got in late, but I pre-ordered the the pre-sequel now, and that one. That's probably the, the the main occupier of my time right now. Um, you know, it's kind of a cool, kind of more behind-the-scenes look about uh, Handsome Jack, how he gets into power and everything. I'll say the, the ending, for those those of you that uh, uh, haven't played it yet, the ending, I wasn't... It, was, it didn't feel as good as uh, Borderlands 2, you know, because it kind of... It just leads into the, the story. So, like... When you finish Borderlands 2, you're like, yeah, I finished this, you know, and then, I don't know, it wasn't the same feeling, it's still, I enjoyed it, you know, I'm working my way through True Vault Hunter mode right now, almost level 50. Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, so I'm working that. Another thing, this kind of hits two two of those, I just bought one of those uh, Kindle Fire uh, HD things, uh, trying yeah, to yeah. read more, you know, because I feel... Uh, you know, when I was younger, I used to read a lot, and I liked it, and now I get older, and it's like, I could read, or I could play Xbox, so it's kind of, yeah. you know, I'm trying to be more proactive, and, you know, kind of sharpen the mind, you know, you work out the body, you work out the mind, too, you know. Sure. What are you currently um, reading? Uh, one, actually, uh, one of the teachers that I work with at the, the Juvie Center uh, recommended this, because uh, I got a terrible habit when I try to read, I just... It puts me to sleep like a light, you know. Yeah. One book uh, he recommended for me is uh, it's called Musashi, and it's a uh, kind of a historical fiction type book about Miyamoto Musashi. Basically, he's like the Michael Jordan of Japanese swordsmanship. So I don't know, kind of like samurais and action yeah. and stuff like that, you know. So that's that's that a little really more cool. captivating. Yeah, it's it's pretty all right so far. Uh, I'm not uh too terribly far into it about 100 pages or so but uh from what i've been reading so far it's pretty cool and it it kind of like it kind of like if you ever watch anime which i'm a big anime fan they had uh it kind of like you'll see patterns in the book that are kind of like how anime today is more kind of structured and stuff there's like the the one character that's always kind of like you know goofy and whatnot but he gets serious when he needs to be and you know, there's just kind of there's a lot of things that you can kind of see from the book that you can see in like anime that you watch uh, kind of today. You know, big fan of uh, Bleach and uh, Death Note. I love that show. Uh, kind of bummed how it ended. But anyway, yeah, back well, to the question. Well, I, uh, haven't, I haven't seen look, that show and I don't know how it ends. So no spoilers. Oh, I won't do that. I won't do that. To you. <laughs> watch it. Seriously. Uh, <laughs> all right. What was it again? Death Note. Death Note? All right. Yep. I'll check find it out. out on Netflix. For sure. Netflix, Hulu. Check it out, guys. It is... It's... <laughs> Excellent. If you had... Yeah, then... Oh, oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. 
Oh, no, no, no. no. You had something else to say. I was just going to ask you the next question. But right. I want to know what you got going, what's going on in your head. Okay, well, after <laughs> after uh, a lot, lot of fighting, uh, I finally gave in and picked up Clash of Clans. Oh, yeah? And that- I, got, I got it on my phone. I was just checking it a minute ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it, it started off stupid, like, you know, because I, normally I'm not, like, a fan of kind of those style games. Like, here's your building upgraded, and it takes 10 days to do, and I was just like, oh, that's fucking dumb. But it, I keep coming back. I can't explain it. <laughs> so yeah. it's like I'm kind of nerding out a little bit on it, and, you know, I was just looking at earlier today, you know, adjusting my base and making sure everything's – kind of looked up strategies for that. Because I'm, like, I'm very analytical. Like, you know, my roommate will attest to this because, like, you know – I don't just play the game. I play it and try to do it as as efficiently as possible. Like he's playing Skyrim right now. And I was like, okay, here's how you can power level your character and, you know, make sure you're training every, you know, level you get five times you can train, make sure you're doing that every level you do. And, you know, so I'm kind of really analytical. So I'm like looking up defensive clan, uh, I mean, defensive base structures and everything. How, what's the best ways to attack? And he goes, I want to, you know, I want to be good at it, <laughs> so no sense in doing something half-assed, you know what I mean? For sure. I actually like that. It's a very good point. Everyone should take note <laughs> of that. Don't do things half-assed. Yo. <laughs> uh, I believe it was Ron Swanson said, don't half-ass two things, whole-ass one thing. No. <laughs> That's what's up. <laughs> now, if you had to be one superhero in a battle royale, where all the superheroes and supervillains across all the multiverses are put on Earth as it is today and told to battle to the death, who would you be and why? All right. I did some kind of research on this one. Uh, like I said, going back to the analytical side of me, you know, I want to wanna answer right. There's a lot of... Because my first thought, uh, any DBZ fans out there, I thought Goku, like... Dude's the most badass guy in the universe, right? Well, it turns out you know, there's all these videos about Goku versus Superman and, uh, you know, who would win in a fight. There's this one that I watched. Is I was invested in This is like a 32-minute video <laughs> I watched of this shit. Like, yeah. Uh, so a lot went into answering this question. They had, like, they were weighing different os- uh, aspects about Goku and Superman as far as you know, strength and speed and all these other different things and got down to like even equations about, you know, this is about how fast Superman can fly and, you know, all these other different things. And it kind of in their interpretation of this fight, they had Superman winning and I'm like, bullshit, not, not a chance. Like, but they, they touched on Goku in the sense of like, he wants a fair fight. Like back when he fought Frieza, you know, Frieza was getting ready to go into his ultimate form, and, you know, they're like, yo, go get him now, get him now, you can finish this. And he's like, no, I want to fight him at his strongest. Like, basically, it was like Goku wants a, a fair fight. They had, like, you know, because Goku's got instant transmission. Superman takes his, you know, a lot of his power from the sun. It's like just instant transmission is ass to, like, fucking Pluto. And he's not getting as much sunlight there. Beat him in the face with some kryptonite rocks and like game set match done. Next question, you know. But they were saying Goku wouldn't use the 
uh, kryptonite, and you try to keep it a fair fight. But basically, if Goku's a dick, he's winning it. And I don't see anybody else that's taken out Goku, you know, maybe the Hulk or something. But I think Battle Royale... I'm I'm putting my money on Goku. I wanna I wanna do that. <laughs> I like it. I like it. That's awesome. Now, well, see, that's that's the problem. If you are the nice guy who's the fair fight, who's not gonna use Kryptonite against Superman, you're never gonna win the fight because that's the only way to beat Superman. Yeah. No, like, I'm gonna I'm gonna shove it down his throat. <laughs> there, see, there you go. Yeah. Uh, that's that's actually really really funny. Oh man! Now if you it's, could... it's a it's a cool video if you uh, if you ever check it out. It's from uh oh what the hell was it? Oh, it's like a thirty two uh, switchback, yeah, switchback. switchback. Okay. Yeah, it's, that'd be uh just if the listeners, man, just go out uh, and watch it. It's, it's pretty interesting if you got the time. It's like I said, it's a thirty two minute video, but it's pretty entertaining. Uh, the two guys they have kind of narrating it and everything. It's it, it's it's a good watch for sure. Thought-provoking, but I say Dick Goku wins. <laughs> now, here's a question for you. If you could train with one person, dead or alive, real or fictional, who would you train with and why would you train with them? I didn't think fictional. I didn't. I uh, I guess my answer is more along the lines of uh, real people, I guess, that are alive. Um, you look at, uh, you know, I'm... Like I say, I do MMA, and I'm real into that. You look at, and he doesn't get enough credit because he's a little guy. Demetrius Johnson, Mighty Mouse. Like, for all you nerds out there, I mean, how can you not like this guy? His nickname's Mighty Mouse. Like, that's awesome. Xbox is his sponsor. Like, it doesn't it doesn't get any better than that. There you go. <laughs> exactly. You know, he's, he's one of, like, pound for pound, like, one of the best fighters on the planet. He just, he doesn't get the respect... I, I don't think as some of the other champions, you know, because you got Kane <coughs> Velasquez, the heavyweight champ, the UFC, and you know everyone's all about him and John Jones, and you know you got uh, Johnny Hendricks and uh, Robbie Lawler coming up. Everyone's looking at that, but no one's looking at you know Mighty Mouse. Like he's been, you know, he's fought, he's been the most active champion in UFC history right now because he's like he's fought three three times this year. Like that's insane, you know, and he. uh but he's so, he's so technical. He's so quick. You know, he's like the the GSP of the 125 division. You know, his double legs are so good. His timing's so good. He's he's like GSP but with better striking, I think. He's so quick and he, he cuts his corners so fast and he counter punches real good and he he composes himself. Like when he fought a uh, uh, John Dotson, John Dotson dropped him twice, but he didn't get you know shook up. He just you know dusts himself off and back to his game plan and you know wins the well he ends up winning the fight. Um, I would think he would be one guy I'd really like to pick his brain because, like, I think we get along great. You know, he's a he's a nerd. You know, he train works, trains, plays video games. Fuck, that's me. You know, I think it'd be really cool to you know be able to pick his brain about some stuff because he's one of the most technical guys on the planet right now. And then another guy, I guess it's a toss up between him and uh, Duke Rufus. And for the guys that don't know him, he's you know a kickboxing legend. Um. You know, one of the best kickboxers to ever step in the the ring, and you know he's trained guys like Anthony Pettis, the 155 champ, and uh, Ben Askren too. He's a welterweight champ over in One FC out in Singapore. Uh, very, very technical guy. Very, 
uh, he, he knows his shit. And I think uh, it would be really cool to be able to learn from him you know, as he coaches some of the best guys on the planet. So I think man, it's a toss-up between those. But I guess if I had to answer the question, I'd probably, I'd probably go Mighty Mouse just because I think like if I got to like train with them and kick it with them all the time, I think that would be probably the coolest. You know, it was just you know he's, we could nerd out together and stuff. I think it'd be awesome. That's awesome. I like that. It's somebody that you could train not only in the gym with, but somebody you could train nerd wise as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, this is a fun question. Now, you find yourself in a post-apocalyptic world, fighting for survival from predators both human and animal. What do you do to maintain your fitness and what one weapon would you want for protection? The weapon can be real or fake. That one, I thought I thought a little bit about. Um, kind of like a little side story to this. Me and one of my uh, co-workers, a buddy I work with out at the Juvie Center, uh, we got to talking about you know survival and stuff. Because my, my attitude <laughs> about the outdoors you know, what I like to tell people a lot is the most time I like to spend outside is from my apartment to my car. <laughs> you know, I'm not I'm not a big guy to get out there and, you know, oh, it's a nice day. I'll go for a walk. Like, fuck that. It's hot. The sun gives you cancer. I'm going to stay inside. I'm safe. You know. For sure. But anyway, this kind of little side note thing, like, he was, they got to talking about, you know, like one of those survival shows. And, you know, I... I had a, a thought, and so I asked him, you know, what would you do? You know, you have to survive, you know, out in the woods, whatever, for as long as you can. You know, what 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 would you do? You know, and I have like this kind of thought going in the in the back of my mind that I wanted to make a funny point. I'll get to that later, but like, you know, he starts mentioning about, you know, he's gonna he's gonna survey his surroundings, make sure he knows the areas, and he's gonna find a weapon to be able to protect himself, and he's gonna be close to food, uh, water, uh, shelter, and everything. Kind of have the all around him. And I was just like, "All right, this is why I am the ultimate survivalist." <laughs> <laughs> so I told him, you know, my surroundings is my apartment. I know exactly where to go for food, water. I got shelter. Everything's everything's all right there. I'm close to everything. You know, I am the ultimate survivalist. End of argument. Drop the mm-hmm. mic deal with it Walk you know away. yeah <laughs> the explosions in the background and you just you don't look it's one of those no it's one of those moments in my mind he was just laughing his ass off and you know he's like you know what would you really do if you were doing that and i was just like man i would just find the tallest tree climb it and swan swan dive off that fucker because i'm dying in like 24 hours <laughs> i don't know how to survive i couldn't <laughs> i'd be fucked but like my I guess my way surviving that, I'd have to be able to, you know, either strong arm someone into, you know, doing the more survivalist stuff for me or be able to, uh, you know, like have a a partner, you know, associate or whatever that'd be able to help me out with that stuff, maybe teach me something because, you know, as a stand, survival skills, I got none. I'm dead. I can punch stuff. I can take it down. I can submit it, but (laughs) that's... That's uh, don't ask me how to build a fire. I'll just dig a hole in the ground and cover myself up with some dirt or something. I wouldn't know what the hell to do. <laughs> hey, I um, the, the dirt but, would camouflage you. Yeah, fucking blending in. 
I'll uh, ninja strike you. You won't even see it coming. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. uh, Weapon-wise, I thought I thought about this for a little bit. As far as realistic weapons, um, got to be something with some range on it. I, I don't know. Like you say, post-apocalyptic world. I'm thinking zombies, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's me. That's me. I don't know. You know, I wanted something with some range on it. Uh, so it kind of got me thinking, like maybe a, a pike or like a bastard sword, long sword, something I could just stand in one spot and spin around and hit people. There you go. <laughs> and hopefully, hey, keep away from me. <laughs> the stand and spin technique. It can work. Right. Tornado. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Um, now, do you have one resource, uh, mobile phone app, piece of equipment, uh, something like that that you are like really you can really get behind, uh, really helps you get to the next level, and you can refer to all the dragons out there. Uh, right now, for me, kind of what I'm doing is uh, uh, a lot of kettlebells. Right now, I'm doing. It's kind of it's something new. I never really worked a whole lot with kettlebells. I've heard great things about them, uh, like the swings, the kettlebell swings and uh, snatches. Are supposed to be some of the best exercises you can do with a kettlebell, and you know, activating, firing a lot of muscle groups, and kind of total body workout. And the Turkish get-ups. I don't know if you ever done those. They look, they sound stupid. You know, okay, you lay down and you stand up, like, but you know, just how they, how they do it, keeping your arm up above your head, and you know, making everything kind of tight and control is actually it was it was surprisingly uh difficult you know yeah that was kind of i don't know it's it pretty interesting if, if if people uh if you guys ain't checked out uh working out with kettlebells and stuff uh you you should i think it's they're they're pretty all right and uh you know they're really versatile you don't really I mean, you got two kettlebells i mean you got damn near a whole gym there you know wow um all right kettlebells, that's one thing I've been, kettlebells Yo. I like it. I like it. I'm... Check it out. <laughs> All right. Now, uh, last two questions here. First, where can people uh, connect with you if they want to get in touch or send you a line or tweet you or Facebook you or anything like that? Right now, basically, uh, Facebook, man. Uh, hit me up on Facebook. Uh, you know, you can search my email. You get get, get with me uh, with the email. Hell, come by, come by to my house. We'll kick it. Go out, get steaks, and nerd out. Fuck it, let's do it. <laughs> uh, email, uh, straightedge.zf, uh, my initials, Zachary Falk, uh, at gmail. You know, get at me if you wanna, you wanna talk, you got some, some things you wanna share with me, or maybe need someone to talk to, you're bored, you wanna send me funny pictures, I don't care. Talk to me. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. That's, that's, yeah. that's awesome. Excellent. Thank you so much for uh, for giving that out. We appreciate it, man. That's legit. It's real. <laughs> no problem, dude. All right. Last but not least, to cap things off, what parting advice do you have for everyone out there listening to the DB&D podcast right now? If you go back, you know that uh, the phrase, you know, sacrifice who you, who you are today for who you want to be tomorrow. You know, if you got goals in your life, well, get get some goals. You know, what do you want to do? Find something, you know, uh, figure out how you're going to get there. Put your, I call it your bullshit blockers, you know, stay focused on your goal. You know, don't let anything stop you. You only think you're your worst enemy. If you yeah. you say, you talk to yourself, oh, I'm too tired, too sore to go work out or, 
you know, I don't want to do it today. I'm not feeling it. You know, any day you sit back, you know, as far as mixed martial arts is concerned or any, any form of competition, every day you take off, you know, that you're not being productive, doing something, getting towards your goals, you know, your opponents are getting stronger. Don't be that guy. Get out there and, you know, handle your shit and do what, it. What is it? There's that saying where where it's somewhere out there is a person training harder, longer, and like it's it's the saying is somewhere out there is a person who is training longer and harder than you, and when you meet him, mm-hmm. he will win. You know, so you've got to be that guy. You know, be that dude. Yeah, but that's yeah. awesome, man. Thank you so much sure. for jumping on with us. We've really appreciated it. Everybody, hey, no problem, man. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Everybody, awesome. You know what to do. Uh, like us, subscribe us, keep us on top at iTunes. Uh, leave us a comment. Uh, post a comment on the blog. Like us on Facebook. Like us on Twitter. And we'll catch you on the next one. Workout nerd out, do everyone. Do it. Do it now. <laughs> Workout nerd out. <laughs> As always, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. Send me an email at ken at dumbbellsanddragons.com. Connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at dumbbellsanddragons. Connect with us on Twitter at dumbbellsdragon. Also, our theme song, Roll a D6 by Assorted Intricacies, can be found on iTunes, or you can listen to it on YouTube now.